This weekend, Wellington will be participating alongside 100, I was saying 120 other cities around the world, but 56 participating, actively participating ones, 160, 120 even have uh, registered, um, in a 24-hour challenge called Climathon. Um, so B-Side Stories is very lucky to be today to be joined by Bart DeVries and, from Motif and Emily Grinter from Viclink. Um, kia ora, welcome. Kia ora. Hello. Thanks, Thanks for coming in. Um, so you guys are early and I've asked you all the questions, so I'll try not to sound <laughs> <laughs> contrived. But um, yeah, can you tell us firstly a bit about what, what Climathon is? Yeah, Climathon's a 24-hour challenge, bringing a whole bunch of people from Wellington together to knock heads and come up with ideas around how we can adapt and, and uh, adapt to climate change in our city. Um, there's a lot of different things going on and it's a chance for us to bring some of the expertise from Vic Uni um, and from uh, places like Deep South and the Wellington City Council, uh, bring them all together, get an update of uh, what is the current knowledge and science and then bring our skills all, uh, all together as well and see what we can come up with and test them over 24 hours then share our learnings to, uh, to each other, uh, have a good time during it and, uh, and see what can develop. Awesome. Um, so, Emily, your your background. So, your your um, Viclink. Um, can you tell us a bit about what you do for Viclink? Uh, so, Viclink is the tech transfer office uh, of Victoria University. Uh, we take ideas from the university and um, help them become something um, more than just an idea in a lab. Um, my role there specifically is uh, the entrepreneurship manager. Uh, and I look after programs that um, help students mainly develop their entrepreneurial skills and become um, the entrepreneur they're intended to be. Uh, one of the things that um, uh, interests me particularly is um, enabling people and empowering people um, to do something, and um, that's where kind of the Climathon fits into our remit um, and um, the programs that I run. Uh, particularly around students, but also um, kind of reaching out there and um, linking up with the, the big wide world. Yeah, so I think um, that Wellington's a little bit better for people being a little bit more engaged, hopefully, um, with climate change than, than maybe some other places in the world. Um, I'm guessing uh, some people maybe in, in some places think climate change is something that the government needs to worry about and scientists need to worry about, but maybe not so much personal responsibility is that so that's kind of the, is that one of the whys for the event uh, part of it yeah for sure i think um if you look at all the science that's coming around climate change it's it's not one thing or one a one prong attack that's going to be able to help us in any way and so the more people that uh, can put their minds to it the better it is for everyone um we've got there's been many years and there's been lots of progress especially in the last year like cop 21 and the um un agreements that have just been ratified a couple of weeks ago um but that's taking its time as well, and there's plenty of different uh, opportunities that we can take now within Wellington specifically and, and the way that New Zealand's placed to prototype some ideas, test some thinking, and then look at how we can take it to the world. And what sort of challenges is, is Wellington facing with climate change? I'm guessing little capital by the sea. I can yeah, see you know, some hints yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the water is the big one. So yeah. uh, the raising, uh, rising sea levels is a big one. Um, the impact that that has on our CBD, um, as our CBD is actually quite a coastal community, which is something that surprised me when I first kind of stood back and, and thought about that for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, actually, we're right on the water, and most of it's reclaimed land. So what impact is that going to have, and how do, we, um, how do we adapt, or how do we uh, solve some of the challenges that come up there? Um, but also to our coastal, uh, like our south coast and other coastal communities, what is the 
storm tides and the um, increase in weather fluctuations have on these communities as well. So we're looking at the hut, for instance, and the river out there and, and um, different ways that within the city, for instance, the complications that might be around with green roofing and, and these different initiatives that are going on around the mm. world, how can we apply them here in Wellington? And, uh, and what can we do or what, what needs to be adapted to make it work for us here? And so will you be presenting to the participants a lot of data initially? And so it starts on the Friday night, does it? Yeah, it yeah. starts on the Friday. Well, there's going to be, uh, the mayor's going to be joining us to open, so he'll be giving us a bit of a background on Wellington and, and how Wellington's a place to help us and, and it's a good place to try some of these different things. Uh, and then we've got Professor Dave Frame from uh, Vic Uni, who's going to be giving us a, a download and update on the um, on Wellington's situation, but also the global uh, context of what's happening and where is where's people's thinking at with uh, our changing climate. I see. And um, it's, so this is actually the second year of Climathon, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and the first year, Wellington was still, was involved with only nineteen of the eighteen of the cities, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had, uh, there's 19 cities around the world in total. We had um, a good showing out. We had two weeks to organise it and we had 80 people turn up. Two weeks? Yeah. Yep. How, how, these guys were awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty incredible. Um, and uh, we were the most attended event in the world. Wow. One of the teams, uh, well, afterwards there were four teams that went through uh, a five-month program where they had a whole bunch of support and different workshops that we took them through. One of the teams uh, was then invited over to Paris to be part of COP21. Wow. Um, where they presented their idea for an e-commerce platform that connects sustainable businesses. And uh, another team, uh, Kainga, has just been at MIT over in the States because they won the best building building project of this year. Wow. Uh, and they flew over to MIT and mm. pitched their project and are getting a bunch of support there. And they're pitching in, uh, in Berlin to Climate Kick, who are the central organisers of this thing around the world. Uh, to be part of their um, accelerators over there and looking for investment. So since we did it last year, there's been a number of kind of quite exciting things mm. happening. Can, can I ask a biased Wellington question? Of sure, how, how on earth did Copenhagen win? They won last year. Apparently they, they were the, the, the winner of Climathon. Copenhagen? Yeah, with um, with uh, the mobile bike racks or something. Did you oh, see right. that? Yeah. I, I, just, I, I did a little bit of pre-research and that. Oh, so how <laughs> on earth did they win with that? Yeah, I think they did pretty well. From my um, recollection, Ethiopia won as well. Oh, uh, right. they, they had they had a really good showing, and uh, they had uh, a bunch of ideas for their rivers and cleaning up their riverbanks. Um, and so they were they, their ideas were incredible. Mm. But those bike bike racks were pretty nifty. But this, yeah, and there really is no the winner is the climate, isn't it? Really? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, Absolutely. But, yeah. But, um, I was just uh, yeah, just back in Wellington there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just looking through my questions. So, yeah, the, the um, is there is there um, a follow-on from kind of last year and um, the support? What what kind of happens after the event? Yeah, well, one of the big things that we've got this year is VicLink. Yeah, that's what mm. uh, Emily's involved with, and uh, the Vic Entrepreneurship Bootcamp. Yep. So we run a um, pre-accelerator program over the summer. Um, it goes from mid-November through to late February. Uh, it helps businesses um, and startups uh, validate their ideas. Uh, they need to include a um, one student from Vic, but the team can be made up um, of pretty much anybody else uh, that you want to include. Uh, it's a 20-hour-a-week commitment, and um, we support the teams with mentoring, um, networking, space at the Biz Dojo, um, and... Uh, assistance and developing their idea and working out whether or not there is a, a sustainable business there. Um, and you know, when we say sustainable, of course, we mean um, in every sense of the word, if we can. 
yeah. it's a useful thing. Um, so hopefully we'll take one team from um, Climathon that fits the profile. Um, in addition to that, um, there's a whole range of people who have come on board yeah. and are really incredibly supportive of this initiative. Um, that's one of the delightful things about this is people are just so willing to say, yes, we want to be part of this, we want to help. Yeah. And so Akina's come on board um, and they're going to help people um, with some workshops, um, but initially with a, a 90-minute um, session to work through their idea and work out what the best pathway is for them. Uh, and a range of other um, useful people around Wellington have said, yes, um, I want to open my doors to uh, teams coming out of uh, the Climathon yeah. and help them take the next step. Yeah, Deep South Challenges come on board. They're offering five grand uh, seed funding um, for up to three projects that have uh, en- engagement projects that reach their uh, priorities. Um, and yeah, and as Emily said, there's a whole bunch of business people around and business as well as public community that are opening their doors and saying, mm-hmm. if you need 30 minutes to an hour of my time, uh, then come on in. It yeah. sounds like there's everything that a new startup or a new idea might might um, might need. So yeah. there'll be some people going in um, on Saturday who have no idea that actually they in a year's time they'll they may end up with a product. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, generally the way that these events happen is that someone will turn up, they'll pitch an idea and they'll go, oh, yeah. I think this could actually work. They might have an insight or they might be thinking of something leading into the event. Yep. And then uh, and and then it's just one after the other domino effect of, hey, Super. meet mm. this person, get this funding, yep. do this work. Next thing, you've got a business and you've got something that's changing the world. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And the nice thing is um, being a uh, climate uh, kick thing, you introduced to a whole international community, uh, and that's one of the really cool things about this is it's not just a New Zealand community that we're forming. We're becoming part of an international community, and that's why some of our other teams have done really well following boot camp. Yeah, and are we uh, is Wellington kind of noted on the world map of of, of of a city that is trying to really be proactive? It is now. After yeah, last yeah. Year, <laughs> we uh, after I was one of the lucky people that went over to Paris last year to meet the climate kick people, and. Um, after our turnout and the way we turned the event around so quickly, they had a number of questions of like, what's going on down there <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how is this happening? And then uh, this year when we were chatting to them, we're going, yeah, we're probably going to have 100, anywhere between 100 and 150 people at this event. And their jaws just dropped and like, what? What's going on? Like again, trying to figure out um, why Wellington's so engaged. Mm. And, we just... and it's the people, right? It's the people yeah. of Wellington. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. been so many people over the last number of years that have been running events, doing different projects, raising awareness, um, engaging different folk, and uh, making the environment such that it's accessible and people are enjoying being a part of it. So you, you throw up an event like this, and um, and people know it's going to be fun. They know they're going to have a good time, and uh, they're going to make some friends, and they're going to you know come up with some shoot some good ideas around the hoop and figure out uh, if there's different opportunities available for them. Um, and uh, and they're so used to that environment that people uh, keep coming back and telling their friends about it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not all just staring at computer screens and looking at research, is it? There's going to be a mass, masseuse oh. on site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so HealthFit Collective are a great little um, fitness collective on uh, Clyde Key down on the wharf. And they've got involved this year because we wanted to make sure that people have a bit of a wellness focus during the event. These things can be pretty, pretty yeah. intense. Mm. Uh, so they're coming down, they're bringing two masseuses, doing free massages for a couple of hours. They've got a yoga session going on. Their mindfulness guy's coming down. He's going to take a mindfulness session as well as partake in the event. Brilliant. And, um, and then they're gonna, they've got a couple of their trainers down there as well, as well as you know, a whole bunch of things. They, they're being awesome. So um, w- I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put you on the spot. Where is it, where is it going to be held? <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out if you sign up yes, at cool. climathon.nz. Cool. 
<laughs> so yeah, secret location. I had a few guesses off air, um, yeah, so I can it. tell you where it's not going to be. Yeah, which is uh, Vic Uni and Biz no. Dojo. No, yeah. Neither of those. Um, yeah. Is it going to be uh, Soames Island? No, no. No, that would have been cool. Though. Maybe yeah. next year. We could probably give them a hint. Oh, have you got, have you got a riddle? It's in Wellington. It's, yeah, <laughs> somewhere in Wellington. Blame, blame in Canada town. Cool. All right. Train would station? it be affected by sea level rise? Yes, probably. Well, yeah, that whole area is going to cool. be affected. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it will be. Okay. Yeah. And it not, it's not, that's the thing with um, sea level rises. It's not just the rise that's the problem. It's the, um, it's the storm surges and the weir, adverse weather events yeah. that really cause the problems. Yeah, and what I mean, what are the, so as well as the sort of sea aspect of of climate change, yeah. is uh, is there looking at the resilience of the of Wellington uh, kind of that side of things as well, like the the economy and oh, absolutely, yeah, for sure, it's a massive mm. thing, and this will tie in um, really well to uh, Wellington's new resilience strategy that mm. they've, um, that's being produced at the moment with the hundred RC project from the Rockefeller family, and uh, and so some of the initiatives uh, will be. Tied directly into into that strategy, no doubt, and uh, some of the different funding pathways and mechanisms that that whole strategy is now producing and making available. Um, so yeah, there will be there will be a number of different ways that people can go on this, and that's the beauty of when you get so many different talented people in a room mm-hmm. uh, from all different walks of life and different fields of expertise, from engineers to designers to graphic people. Mm. Uh, their approach to a problem is so unique. And uh, and what they see as the challenge and what they see as the opportunity is also unique as well. So uh, the funnest part for us is seeing these minds, you know, get given a challenge and then start chewing over it and you can see the process and the development of this over just a short time, 24 mm. hours, to the point where they're telling you about this thing that they've developed and you just sit back and go, wow. Yeah. Like, there's some, like, the brain is a powerful thing. And uh, and when you put uh, a, a solid challenge in front of it with the, the amount of data that's available, mm. you can you can process it and you can figure it out and uh, and you can see where those opportunities are. It's incredible to watch. Yeah, I get I expect you're going to get some real unexpected left wing left left field. Um, probably left wing as well, <laughs> but, but left field thinking from um, yeah. From yeah, we really hope so. We're wanting people to be really creative, um, and there's some really specific problems that um, people have mentioned that they need solving. Uh, so things like Wellington City Council is really interested in how it might involve the community in uh, decision making um, around climate change issues, uh, and Deep South particularly interested in some of their engagement um, ideas as well as, you know, what do you do with all that data? How do you present um, the climate change data in a really interesting and engaging way? So those are some of the things mm. that we're we know that people are specific looking looking for but yeah. on the other hand there's a lot of people doing some really cool stuff out there that um you know we may have no idea about and could make a really massive difference um yeah. and you know unearthing some of those and um giving them the opportunity to get some airtime or to get some um engagement with and some networks and kind of help those ideas happen then that'd be yeah. really awesome we d- we'd definitely love to book you guys back in and, and hear some of the stuff that's come out of it I guess because I'm expecting it's not just going to be product as well like you say it's like like you, can, you may get social uh, what's it social science kind of mm. idea because it's all about changing mindset as well Absolutely, isn't it yeah. behaviours yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have you noticed Emily um, in the in the um, entrepreneurs that you've been nurturing that generally irrespective of this whole climathon thing that, that people are coming out of the Vic Uni and and the products and the ideas they're having are more sort of sustainably focused and and have you noticed that generally happening? Um, 
Yes, but then we try and help that um, as well. So yeah. um, we do try and get the people to think about their whole supply chain. Um, we have people like Rochelle Harrison coming in from Wellington Chocolate Factory and talking to people about, you know, the effort she goes to to make sure that, you know, the chocolate's great. And um, we put them in contact with some people who can kind of help them think about those kinds of things. Um, and so, yes, students do tend to lean in that direction anyway. Um, they are interested in... Um, you know, how they can make the world a better place, and that's in every sense. So um, it's not just about the money on the whole when um, students are having startups. It's usually about the idea and how they can make a difference in society. Yeah. There's a growing trend with the young people as well. More and more people are more interested in working mm. for businesses that have a bit more of a purpose than, than running profit. I think Generation Y has a really bad rap. And, mm. yeah, uh, that's that's exactly what I've noticed is um, I went to the plastic-free uh, uh, or, you know, kind of no-waste talk and it was at, rammed out the door and it was all people that made me feel old mm. and no, I'm only I was having a conversation <laughs> with someone the other day and the you know I think you get to a certain stage in life and you start living life and kind of you know you repeat your daily routine and all the rest of it but when you're younger you know life is is far newer and you know, the options and the um, possibilities are, you know, far less restrictive. Mm. And so you think about how you can change the world, whereas um, you get to a certain point and I think you just get used to living in the world. Mm. Well, our friends at Deloitte had a great <coughs> survey where they looked at millennials and they uh, they found that 75% of the workforce will be comprised of millennials by 2025. 70, awesome. 74% say it's important to work at uh, for a company that's socially and environmentally responsible. Oh, good. Cool. Go. Yeah, I believe that there's going to be good change, mm. yeah. And we're starting in Wellington. Hey, um, thanks so much for joining us today, guys. Um, so, climathon.nz is where people need to go to register. There's still places left, I'm guessing? Only a few. Only, Only a, a few. few. Hurry up. Yeah, yeah. It's getting less and less. And we want to make Wellington um, a big power again on, on that for next year as well. Yeah, for sure. Find us on Facebook as well. We've got an event running. There's all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so that's called Climathon Event NZ. So, it. we're the only place in New Zealand doing this as well, not? Is that yeah, right? This yeah, this year. This year? It's crazy. Yeah. Well, we, we're were we last year not yeah 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 this yep. year and last year but probably not next year yeah, yeah we're cool. really keen on getting um other cities involved next year cool um, good yeah. yeah cool yeah thanks so much for joining us um yeah i'll just uh, just chuck a song on trying to multitask um yeah catch you soon